everyone, and this is Zach with Ruben for Hattrick. Hi. Yes, so um, in these episodes, we will be talking about all the latest um, transfer news in the Premier League, um, the big match which is coming up on Sunday, and um, as you can see by name, it is called Hattrick, so we will have a special guest on each week. However, not this week because it is our first week. Anything to say, Ruben? So, yeah, so let's get started. So, we're going to start off talking about there's, there's been quite a lot going on this week in the uh, transfer rumours in the Premier League. So, Zach, what, 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 are your, what are your thoughts on some of the moves that are going to happen? Yeah, well, um, as you can see here, there's some weather. Garcia is going to leave. Um, it's a nerve-wracking one for City because he is a very good defender. And City, um, I wouldn't say they need a central defender now, but they should be focusing on the left-back, in my opinion. So if Garcia leaves, I reckon they should sign a new left-back. Well, that's well, Stones has been stepping up to the mark recently, but they, um, Laporte... They haven't. They've they've spent millions on the defense, and it's not it's not working out. But yeah, a hundred. Who would you, uh, Zach, think who would replace the left in the left back role? Who'd fit in there the best? Well, at the moment they have Mendy, who I think he's a waste of space, to be honest. Um, not just because of what he's done during lockdown, but I just find him as an awful footballer. I'm saying it straight. I reckon they need to go in for a new left back, maybe a youngster, um, who can grow up. Yeah. They may have some in the rankings, but you never know with City. Yeah, Phil Foden's been he was superb on the weekend. Oh yeah, Brighton. Brighton, Brighton, he did fantastically. Yeah. Um, and so, big news: Deli Ali. All we all know, England midfielder plays for Tottenham. He's that they, they think he might be going to PSG. Yeah. Think that's a good move for him. Well, Deli Ali, he he's not the greatest of players now. Everyone thought he'd be amazing when he was younger. After that goal against Palace. Wow, what a goal that was. But, yeah, I think it's past his days at Tottenham. But Tottenham do have that link. And if this is true about PSG wanting Deli Alley, it'll be a good move for him because um, now PSG have got Mauricio Pochettino, who is a class manager. He must know what Deli Alley has and what he can do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, moving on, and there's transfer news about Ginny Wijnaldum. Um, so, Ruben, what do you reckon on this? Well, I think what Liverpool have got, they've had, they've, he's been great value for Liverpool. We all, we all remember what he did against Barcelona, sparks the comeback. It was a one of the best games in football history. But I, personally, I think. Connection issues. Uh, personally, I think he's been doing fantastically at Liverpool, and they've been in they've been in good form. Um, so I, I don't think there's any need for him to leave. Obviously, there's midfielder options which always, well, they always start ahead of him. But 
I think he's a, he's a great player. Yeah, Zach. like as a Liverpool fan, I I love Ginny Wijnald and what he does with the ball is amazing. He's been getting his game time that he's asked for, and um Klopp's been giving him it, and um he starts with Thiago now. I can't wait to see them both play more, but I really hope Wijnaldum stays. Like, why would he want to leave to a club like Barcelona? Maybe because of like the weather. However, like he's winning everything with Liverpool at the moment. This is his prime moment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, what we forgot to mention is Zach is a huge, huge Liverpool fan. Yeah, but I'd, I'd um, say so. And I'm a Manchester United fan, so there's a clash of opinions, but football's always the winner, so we, we put our differences aside to... Yeah. So, what, what what sparked my interest this week is talks about Jesse Lingard moving from, on a loan, moving from Manchester United to Inter Milan. Do you think that's a good move for him? Well, I, he's just like Deli Ali in my opinion. He's had a, um, it's been sad for what he's been through, uh, everything at home, but football-wise... It could be an effect of his football, but I don't see the player anymore that he was and that he had the potential to be. So, in my opinion, um, it will be a bad buy for Inter. But it may help um, Jesse Lingard um, to get things out of his head because he has been getting a lot of stick recently. What do you think on this, Ruben? Well, uh, uh, as a United fan, he ha- no one can deny he's been disappointing and he hasn't been been playing really. But I think in that 2018 World Cup, he was he was a strong player and everyone thought from then he was going up. But from it's the complete opposites happened. He's just gone. He's been going on a down. But if it we've seen how Italy have cha- has changed uh, the careers of Lukaku, Sanchez, who are both United, or who are both. Like been to United first. Well, it could be a good thing for him. It could, if it's an alone move, that he can learn a lot, come back and be a player. Yeah, I agree. To be honest, like Jesse Lingard, for me, he isn't the best, as I've said. Like I can keep on going on about it, but I reckon he needs to. Be, he needs to go. Well, this is very interesting. Reading this. Di Barla is from playing with Cristiano Ronaldo in Italy to Manchester United or Man City. Would this benefit him? Di Barla, man, he, he is a class player. I always remember him for his goal against Palmo, I think. He just did a lovely dink over the keeper. However, I reckon, like every other good player who goes to United, I reckon he'll either be a flop or never start, just like Donny van der Beek. So City oh. may go in for this player. And he may turn out well um, for City. However, I reckon he should stay with Juventus, or even um, try and get a move to Jürgen Klopp's team. Oh, rub it in, rub it in, <laughs> rub it in. Well, um, Divock Origi, your wonder super sub, Moving to Wolves, there's a 
he might be moving to Wolves. Yeah. To, to cover for um, Raul uh, Jimenez. It'll be... Um, Needed. As a Liverpool fan, it's sad to see Origi may go. However, at the moment, he hasn't been doing it for us. When he comes on, there's been no spark about him. So I reckon maybe a loan move to Wolves may do him good. However, if we sell him, uh, it will be annoying because we'll always remember that special night, as you were saying earlier at Anfield, 4-0. Wow, what a game it was. Corner taken quickly. Hooray, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I just I just uh, tell you I just want to warn you now, Zach. Get your tissues ready. Don't cry. Mohamed Salah, Real Madrid or Barcelona. Apparently he's unhappy on Merseyside and said to be looking for a move away from the Premier League. Uh, if we can hold on to him till summer, I reckon it'll be good. However, Salah from one from our front three. Like, he is an exceptional player, scores all the goals. But if he wants to go, that's fine, as long as we sign Mbappe. Because <laughs> if, if Salah goes, we'll probably have the money to sign Mbappe. So I reckon that could be the right move for us. Yeah, and Mbappe, Mbappe has, he's, he's said he's interested, so it could be a very smooth transition. Yeah. Who, who have you noticed, who have you noticed that? In the transfer like transfer rumours that. Well, I've found rumours on Day Otto for Meccano. So, of course, oh. um, Liverpool needs centre back. However, United are they're they're going for him. Let's just say that. But apparently, um, Otto Meccano's agent has come out and said that he is not for sale. Oh, that that is true. United won't be happy. They'll have to stay with uh, the shocking uh, Victor Lindelof and Harry Maguire partnership, which personally I don't think is working. <laughs> I think Ax- I think Axel Twanzebi is very very strong. I yeah. think he's a prospect, but I don't think Lindelof is up to. I don't think he's good enough personally. Yeah, and you have lost another youngster in the making, um, Tim- Timothy Fosu-Mensa. What do you think of oh. him? Um, well, that's a bit of a funny one. He, he hadn't played much for United. We, I think when we bought Harry Maguire, we thought the problems to like our defence would be solved. We thought we got a big... He's a strong player. He's quite. He's not nothing too fancy. He's just very simple, and most of the time he does his job. But the back four for United, they've been stepping up the last few weeks. But uh, it's where Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is he good enough? Mm. I don't think he is, to be honest. I don't even think that Alex Telles is even that good. Everyone expected him to be world-class. However, I can't see it in him. He has no attention sense. Uh, do you think the price tag on Maguire has reflected his performances? Or do you think it will be like a, an investment which will hopefully pull off? Well, 
I can't see it in Maguire. In those Leicester days, he was amazing. However, 80 million for him. Everyone said this about Van Dyke, but Van Dyke turned out incredible because of Jurgen Klopp. However, with Manchester United, I reckon it was a bad move for Harry Maguire. However, if he wanted to go, that's fine because he's now Man United's captain. They're top of the league at the moment, but not for long until Sunday. Um, but oh. yeah, I feel like um, Maguire's not good enough. Fighting talk, Zach. Fighting talk. <laughs> um, back, we're back in Merseyside, and Bournemouth's Josh King moved to Everton. What do you think? I mean, Joshua King. He's playing in the Championship now, and I don't think he's a Championship player. He was brilliant for Bournemouth, um, when they were in the Prem. I haven't seen much of Bournemouth this season after they're in the Championship. However, Josh King, I remember him. He's a good player. And Everton should maybe look for him, but I don't see why they need him. At the moment, they have Calvert-Lewin up, up top. Um, I can see him as a maybe a replacement for Moise Keane if he leaves. Because at the moment, he's at PSG and he's doing well. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on this, Ruben? Well, um... Obviously, we've seen the move of Callum Wilson going to Newcastle, and that's been great. Well, and Nathan Ake going to City, which we'll come on to in a into a bit and talk about that. But Josh King to Everton is it? Is it? I think Josh King does deserve a move back to the Premier League, but with what Carlo Ancelotti is trying to build, is Josh King the right player to fit his system? Exactly. I feel like he isn't. No. I feel like Josh King matches the standards of maybe Brighton. Get that attacker in for them yeah, to score goals. They've got um, with Neil Lallana in the mix, haven't they? Yeah, Lallana, Josh King. Neil Morgan. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, so, it would work. What, what's been the biggest shock in the transfer, like, transfer rumours you've heard um, this week? Zach? No, I've heard. No, there's been nothing really that I'm re- that shocked about. However, maybe Jesse Lingard, because I don't think he's that good to go to a team like him. To, but we'll see, shall we? Yeah, we'll have to see. What do well, you? The think last one. That, well, the last one that well a big shock, a big shock, which I just noticed now is. Sergio Ramos might join Mourinho's men in London. Oh, really? Interesting, interesting. That would be a shock move because, like, Tottenham's defence, it's not the best and they will want to win a trophy soon enough. They could push for Europa League. However, it will be a tough journey for them. Um, But Ramos to, round, to um, Tottenham. That's, that's a shock move. Maybe it could just be to end his career. Because I think, how old is he now? Is he like 32? He's 30, 34. 34 now. Wow. So, it, I reckon he could have a year at Tottenham to see how he does. MLS an option, Zach? MLS? What do you think? For Ramos, well, loads of um players who, who were decent in their time go to the MLS. Beckham went there. Gerrard went there. A lot of um, players have played in the MLS, so 
it depends where Ramos wants to go. Whether he wants it to um whether he wants to stay in one of the top leagues or just have mm. a chill time in MLS. Yeah, I think he's still got the he's still got the he's, he's still up to speed and I think he'd bring a lot to Tottenham's team. He'd bring a lot. Yeah, and, he would. And Mourinho, a man who we're probably going to bring up a lot on this podcast, controversial or brilliant. Well, I, I, I love him as a manager. I think he's what you see in the press is what is what he is, and he's very honest. He's not going to he's not going to build a player to say, "Oh, you're going to be the next oh, Lionel Messi." He'll tell you, "You're not going to be the next Lionel Messi." Yeah, but if you put the work in, you'll be a better version better footballer than you are now. So, I really like Jose Mourinho. Yeah, I quite like uh, Mourinho. Of course, he's uh, managed United, which is bad. However, he is a class manager, in my opinion. He has charisma as well. Um, I'm also a Marine fan. Not as big as a Liverpool fan, though. <laughs> um, so, when we played Tottenham, it was just amazing to see him. Like, he was happy. He knew it was a big game for us. So, yeah, I like him. I know we're talking about top teams here, but... Oh, I know we're talking about top teams here, but... Let's go on Let's go on to a Marine. Let, oh. the, the mighty Mariners. How fantastic. Oh, as a fellow Marine fan, it was amazing um, that we had the opportunity to play um, Tottenham. I've been watching Marine for six years now, and there's been nothing like that before. I reckon with our performance against Tottenham, we were we played well. However, Tottenham have that next level quality, so it was hard to keep up with them with our players. I think my respect went up for Tottenham because they were treating it. Like a, a big game. they were treating it seriously, and mm-hmm. that I had a lot of respect for them there because most Premier League teams go into such a small or semi-professional team like Marine. Uh, they play all the little players, they play their academy players, and I think that's insulting when, when managers do that. It and Mourinho respected Marine and gave them a game, which unfortunately they didn't win, but it was a. Sure, they'll remember it for the rest of their lives. Yeah, it is a game to remember, as you said. Um, so moving on now, and the big game on Sunday, we have to talk about <sighs> this. I'm a Liverpool fan. Ruben's a Man U fan. So Ruben, what do you think about this game? Well, it'll be first and second in the league at the moment. Could United extend? Then the league could unite, could Liverpool or come and move up. I, I think it'll be a tense game. It won't be. I won't. I don't think it'll be a thriller. I think it'll be a, maybe a two nil, two one. But well, United, Marcus Rashford. Yeah, I'm, I hope Rashford and I'm saying Rashford and Rashford and Cavani will score, and you'll win two one. Are you saying? Yeah. Okay yeah. then. And we'll I'm we'll see, Philipp- shall we? 
score predictions, Zach? What do you think the score will be? It's, at the moment, it's a very tough game because United are playing well at the moment. However, Liverpool, we haven't been playing to our standards. However, I reckon Liverpool could stop this and we can win 2-0. Oh, Just like last season. <laughs> so, for my um, goal scorers, I'll give it to Mane and Firmino. Mino's a shock one, but I reckon he'll score on Sunday. As so, long as Thiago we... starts. Oh. Well, did Thiago then? Good move, bad move. He's been hit by COVID a few times, but he's not. He's yet to made his a big impression in Anfield. And he only needs one game to make his big impression to Liverpool like watching him against Southampton although we lost it was just amazing watching him play the ball around against when he come on against Villa I know we were only playing their kids and it was embarrassing drawing 1-1 to them at half time however when Thiago come on he made the difference him and Shakiri, Thiago would do his disguise passes which I love just into the um, feet of Shakiri, and then Shakiri would just bang an assist. So, teams-wise, starting 11, United-Liverpool for the derby on the weekend. Who are we going for in goal? In goal, um, are we going for Liverpool first or Man U? Oh, well, De Gea... He was uh, he was making a few mistakes last season, but he stepped up. He has stepped up, but Allison strong as ever, so it's a hard one. I'll give I'll give you the goalkeeper. I'll let you have Allison. Okay, yeah, I'll have Allison. You can have Allison. Right, we'll go right back. <laughs> Who do United have at right back, Ruben? They have. Uh, I don't... Talk about it here. It's either Aaron Wambasaka or Trent. Like, Trent hasn't been playing best recently, but I don't think Wambasaka has either. Well, Wambasaka, he's he's been playing well. He's been playing well. But Trent, quality, probably one of the best right-backs in the world right now. He's at yeah, the next Alexander-Arnold. Are we saying yeah. Alexander-Arnold right back then? Uh, Alexander-Arnold. Okay. You can have him. Now, centre-backs. So, we got to have Van Dijk in there. For a combined mm. 11, Liverpool, Man U, Van Dijk has got to be in there. Van, D- Van Dijk, for the, last, for the past two seasons, has been like the rock for Liverpool. He's been controlling everything. And people focus on the front three a bit too much. We need to see what happens at the back. Mm-hmm. And your back four, well, three when of your is. back four. <laughs> I, I wouldn't count Joe Gomez in uh, one of your star backs. But Robertson, Van Dijk, Trent, it's just it's a world-beating mm-hmm. back line. And um, I'm sorry, but I reckon the other centre-back has to be Fabinho. Oh, it's not his main position, point. however, he's been he's been producing at centre back. 
it's like he's played there for all his life. Um, yeah, he so, has been very sure how he's adapted into that position. It's just... He's done it so well. And even if we do throw him back in seed again, he'll still put in the shift. It'll be, it'll be, be even better at seed again. Well, Harry Maguire, is he the cooler head, though? Is he the more experienced centre-back? He is, yes, but... It, I'll, it's up to you for this one. I don't think Maguire's the best, as I've said. I can keep talking um, about it, but I'm saying the, Van Dijk and Fabinho. I, I think what's brought him a bad name, Maguire, is definitely the price tag. Yeah. The 80 million doesn't... It, it, if he was, if they'd have bought him for forty million, like they did, uh, um, sub uh, Johnny Van Der Beek. If they had bought him for forty million, people would accept it a bit more. They'd be like, okay, he, he's a good player, played well in the World Cup. We'll have him. But when it was eighty million, you can't. We tried to copy Liverpool. I think we tried to copy your team. Yeah, but. It's not paid off. Mm-hmm. But he has played the most minutes any footballer has in the English competition this year. So Another reason why he's going to get the hate, though, is probably about that night in Mykonos. We all know about it. We don't need to describe it. Oh. <laughs> However, I- I'll let you choose yeah. here, Ruben. Fabinho or Maguire? It's-, it's affected his game a lot, and I think... Uh, he's tried to fight back, and he's he's done himself justice. Really, he, he's been playing well, so I might go for Harry Maguire. I'm sorry, but I might go for him. That's fine. Then so, um, I'll let you have Maguire. I'll have Van Dijk. Yeah. <laughs> left back now, and um, there's no question. Surely, best left yeah. back in the world. Andy in Robertson. Andy Robertson. We could just move past that now and then go to the midfield. And yeah, Andy Robertson. Well, uh, Manchester United's Paul Pogba, probably one of the, well, the most controversial players in the league, scored a wonder volley to put United 1-0 in front and win the game. So, Paul Pogba, he has acts of brilliance. He has little short spells and I think he's worthy of being in the combined uh, 11. Yep, yeah, fair enough. So, I reckon we play a 4-4-2 here because there's three Liverpool players that have... No, sorry, there's two Liverpool players that have to be in there. Oh, yeah. So, Thiago Pog- and Jordan Henderson. I wouldn't have Thiago in there. I'd have Jordan Henderson because I think Jordan... You'd have to have Fernandes. Yeah. Bruno Fernandes has been phenomenal, like, absolutely phenom- phenomenal. Yeah. He's he's basically, he, he's he's stepped up and took United to first place. He's been he's been great. So, yeah. Bruno Fernandes and Jordan Henderson have to be in there. But then we've got our two other gaps. Who we, who we go for? Or we could just put in one more player there. Do you want to go a fourth, 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 four, three, three, three. three that, yeah. Yeah, we'll go four three three. So Henderson, uh, Pogba, and then oh, it's gotta be Tiago. Fernandez has to be Fernandez. Oh yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. Henderson, Fernandez, and I, I'm sure it has to be Tiago. Surely. 
I'd go for Fabinho. Fabinho, he's a, oh well, actually yes. CDM. Yes, I, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Yeah, Fabinho at CDM. Yeah, that's a good shout. Right now, who are we gonna play up top? Oh, up from. Well, I think I think Rashford needs like I think he could have a chat. Rashford should be playing left wing. Rashford maybe. Yeah, however, Sadio Mane. Man, mm, we could play Rashford. Up we top. should play him up front, up top, because yep. he's been he's been performing well. Yep. So should we go for Mane left wing, Rashford up top, yep. and then yep. right wing? It's got to be one name, one name only. Yes. Mohamed Salah. Salah. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That, that's, that, that's, a, that's a strong team. Yep, it is. I reckon they'd win. <laughs> if I had to be the best in the world. They'd win the Champions League. <laughs> well, maybe if we didn't have Maguire. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Keep... Keep talking. That when he's lifting the trophy and at Old Trafford and in the summer. Ugh, horrible. It's where we can <laughs> keep it up. Consistency. So, so to, to, for the fact, well, we're gonna have to finish in a minute. But for the last bit, we'll look. We'll have a look at the Premier League fixtures. Okay. Yep. That we have ahead. So of course, there's a big game on Sunday. Yeah, which we've already given our score picture. Ooh, match Wolves versus Wolves versus West Bromwich Albion tomorrow. Yes, so um, not a big game for West Brom and Wolves. I reckon we- um Wolves have to win that. Like West Brom yeah, are the best team in the to world. Prove themselves. Yeah, they have. Yeah. West Ham, Bur- West Ham Burnley. West Ham Burnley. Um. For that game, I reckon it'll be a win for West Ham at home. Um, of course, they don't have their crowd. However, I can't see barely strength up top. Like, they have Chris Wood and Westwood. Like, they're not good enough for me. I'm rooting for Burnley because I think they, they don't deserve to be in the relegation zone this season. Well, they do this season, but... They're one step oh, out. Are they one step... Are they one point not one point above. um yeah they're one um one step above the boundary. Oh. It was Sheffield oh. United, West Brom and who's the other one? Um Sheffield United, West Brom and Fulham. Fulham? Yeah, I I think they deserve to be a bit high in that Fulham. They they had some good performances. They, well, they did well against your team in particular. <laughs> yeah, but we we were we had an off day that game. We can't oh, argue that their goal shouldn't have counted. However, it was up um to our it was our own players' fault. We come into well, they, the game they, wrong, thinking it would be an easy win. They drew the. Uh, they they got themselves a draw. Yes, they did. With uh, Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very good result for them. Yeah, but uh, especially away from home. Yeah. 
So next match, Leicester Southampton. Ooh. Leicester Southampton. Um, it's a very good game that one. Get you did for me to clock tomorrow. Um, <laughs> for me, I reckon it will be a two-two draw. Yeah, they both. They both been. They're both the teams that want top six. They are. It is and, a very uh, good game that. Yeah, and Southampton. Oh, you don't really want to talk about Southampton, but <laughs> I think Southampton are, are doing. They've they've got a great setup. They yeah. they've got Theo Walcott back, so they're doing they're doing really well. And I hope I, my uncle, big shout out. He's a big Southampton fan, so oh, rooting for it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> and and our headmaster is one. He I, is, yes. Uh, yeah, so we'll have for the school's sake. Come on, Southampton. <laughs> so, <laughs> next game Sheffield United versus Tottenham Sunday at two o'clock. That could be a shot. Tottenham to have to win. Do you reckon Tottenham will win? Well, Sheffield will be. They've picked up um, one They've win this been... season, Sheffield. And that was the last game. So maybe they could keep on winning. Yeah, it might have given them a a bit of confidence. Come on, Paul. Well, but Tottenham have to. If they want to, if they want to compete for the league, they need to start just being more consistent. Yeah. Winning, winning, winning. They need to win this game, Tottenham. And and then, (coughs) as we said, big game on Sunday. Tune in, half four, Liverpool versus Manchester United. So, we've, we've given our score predictions in that. So, um, oh, oh, everyone knows it's going to win. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, it's we win all for know Liverpool's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so, both um, our other rival, Pep Guardiola's men, that's yep. Crystal Palace. Well, we all um, know what's happened with Man City, Crystal Palace. Man City, ha- I mean, Palace have been getting the results. I'd always, I'll always, i always remember that volley from Andros Townsend into the top yeah. roof of the net. Oh, what a finish Roy, that was. Roy Hodgson's been doing good. Uh, he's been, he's been, the, the team have been playing well. Well, I forgot to, I forgot to mention before, Wilfred Sahar, to AC Milan Wilfred from Zaha. Palace he's one of their he's probably one of their yeah I reckon Zaha he's well class in my opinion um, yeah so I reckon you know I reckon he could get a 60 mil price tag I reckon Zaha is underrated I think he's skills. definitely underrated and he deserves to play better football than just the Absolutely Premier League, the, the FA Cup. He deserves to be playing in Champions League games and he deserves to be playing in all, even Europa League because he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great player. He's he a great player. It, it, he's so fun to watch as well on the ball. Like his skills are, oh, wow, they're so good. So, last, last game Arsenal Newcastle. Monday night football, Arsenal Newcastle. So yesterday, Arsenal got a draw with um, 
Crystal Palace. Um, they let's not gonna lie, it wasn't the best of games. Nil nil, it was boring. The attacks um had nothing to do really. However, the defenses were very good for both sides. Um, so yeah, um, Arsenal Newcastle. I reckon that will be a one nil win to Arsenal. Yeah, I think. Arteta has yet to prove himself. He's he won the well, he won the FA Cup last year, but I'm not. He's Pepe, waste of money. Oh yeah. Um, Aba, not stepped up. That Thomas Party. No, he hasn't stepped up. But fair enough to Arsenal. They have bought in um good player from the academy, Emil Smith Rowe. He scored against yeah. Newcastle um in the FA Cup. Last week, um, facing them again on Monday night, and yeah, like he he's a class player in my opinion, and yeah, um, he'll go far. Arsenal are doing well investing in their youth, so yeah, we'll see. What do you think the problem, Zach? What do you think the problem is for Arsenal? What do you think they need to improve? Arsenal, it's always been their defense for Arsenal. They've now got Gabriel, not going to lie, he is a good player. Like, he's a solid centre-back, what you need in the centre-back. However, they still need to get rid of David Luiz. Mm. Was he good? Well, he makes a lot of mistakes. He makes, and in a, in a league like the Premier League, you can't make lots of mistakes. Indeed, so, so to round today off, we're probably just going to tell you a bit more what we're going to do in the future of our podcast. So, Zach, got some... Yeah, so, got... 100%. We are going to have special guests on. Um, We want to try and go far with this. Our aim is to get on Spotify, of course. Um, I had an old podcast called You'll Never Walk Alone Every Day. Of course, all on Liverpool. Um, oh, We've just started this today. (laughs) What were you saying? Is that why no one listened to it? (laughs) Maybe. So what Zach was saying to me before he started that Liverpool podcast, it wasn't doing very well. He's like, I need a good club to be involved in this uh, podcast game. So that's (laughs) why I'm brought in. (laughs) If you say so. Right. (laughs) That's all from us today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Ruben, anything to add? 